interesting week uh, some announcements some leaks that we weren't expecting to pop up i, I wasn't expecting it um and uh yeah i guess let's get right into it with rocket lab because i'm super excited for this oh yeah that, it's gonna be yeah, we, we've all been waiting for him to eat the hat and he's finally done it <laughs> yeah so we've been like joked with i think so, i don't know how many times on like april fool's day and I had to double check to make sure it wasn't April 1st because it did come out on March 1st um, that they're going to build a bigger rocket. And I think over the years, it's been like Electron Heavy was supposed to come out last year. And uh, uh, like a year before that, it was just going to be a bigger rocket. This year, they're finally actually doing it. And it's called Neutron. Yeah. It's... Which is a dope name. Yeah. So the neutron it, it basically so they're they're not looking they're not going to compete with well they are kind of competing with spacex but they're they're looking to compete with uh or open up a new rocket for these mega constellation builders uh or a launcher for these mega for the mega constellations that are coming up starlink kuiper OneWeb. um i know like even the dod is looking to launch like these constellations of missile tracking and and other type of uh, of reconnaissance satellites instead of these massive billion dollar satellites instead of just do a couple hundred smaller you know cheaper satellites mm-hmm. so they're, they're kind of positioning themselves towards that um, so neutron is going to be eight metric tons I uh, don't know I don't remember what that off the top of my head is for how many pounds but uh, eight thousand kilograms pretty much uh, mm-hmm. to low Earth orbit they even stated it could do two tons to the moon uh one and a half tons to mars or venus of course i I wonder actually if this is what they're going to use to launch the venus uh i think electron is capable of doing the venus mission yeah well is electron with their like an upgraded photon uh Uh, yeah yeah i know like they they said they had the like photon right now couldn't do it they had an upgrade photon Mm -hmm. um but i wonder if they're just like they could just use this and put like a like a decent sized like uh, like in, uh, scientific inst- instruments on that thing instead, because otherwise, why would they say the Venus? Well, other than Peter Beck loves loves Venus, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, Peter Beck the Venus is like Elon Musk and Mars. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be about forty meters tall, which is about actually the same. It's actually the same size and capabilities of Antares, mm-hmm. um, which recently has only really been doing um into uh international space station uh resupplements with a few space like inc uh which i actually spoke i got to speak to the ceo this week we can probably talk about that as well later but uh uh they do they, they'll do some like micro um micro um small sat deployments with it but you usually it's only with a um cygnus on top but the the difference between Antares and Neutron will be Neutron is going to be reusable, mm-hmm. uh, and not just the reusability with Electron, like propulsively landing on a on a drone ship or barge or or pl- ocean platform of some sort, and reuse like fully re- with landing legs, like everything. I think Peter Beck has said he doesn't like, <laughs> he doesn't want to yeah. do. It's going to be in this rocket, which is why he in the announcement video. He cut up a hat, put it in a blender, and ate it. <laughs> yeah, that that was a long time coming, time coming. But uh, yeah, he finally did it, and 
we did get confirmation that uh, Neutron will fly out of uh, the Atlantic Regional Spaceport. Um, that will yes. be its main base of operation. They are currently searching for a site to go and build it at, but it is likely going to it could end up being their Virginia operations and they may just expand what they're doing there. And uh, it will take over. It will launch from the Antares pad. Is it? Oh, is it going to start launch from Antares? Yeah. Uh, he, yes. I think it was Christian Davenport. Um, okay. He had an interview with Peter Beck and it, he did specify it was would be pad zero a interesting. That's actually kind of smart because mm-hmm. you don't have to build a whole new pad. The whole pad, all that infrastructure already exists yeah. for that's that makes sense. Why it literally is 40 meters tall, just like Antares. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering what they were relatively similar. I'm so excited to see that thing launch mm-hmm. and then land. I want. <laughs> yeah, there's no way they're going to land on a, on a landing zone. There's no way mm-hmm. like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but that would be oh, that would be super sick to see those two. Well, see, have Electron and and, and uh neutron right next to each other yeah have you seen the memes that are already out about the the atom rocket yeah which the 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 the, (laughs) it's the uh yeah it's a it's a neutron rocket because they put out the the renders of it with two electrons on the side and then the photon on top it's like it's that took literally less than an hour i think for that to pop up yeah um yeah so uh, as well as with um with their new bigger rocket which uh, oh yeah, uh, biggest part of the bigger biggest news about it actually was that th- they're gonna it's gonna be capable of launching cargo to the to the International Space Station, which wasn't surprising since it's the exact same thing as Antares, mm-hmm. which does that. But it's gonna launch crew. It will it'll be capable yeah. of launching crew. Doesn't mean they're gonna actually launch crew, and and if they're gonna design their own um, crew capsule or another party's gonna do it. But that's actually really interesting because that's a, that's usually they have to be on like a heavy lift rocket or or something like a Falcon Nine Atlas Five mm-hmm. to launch crew. But this is going to be on a much smaller rocket, so I'm wondering if it's only he was standing in and in, in the fitter he stood inside the payload fairing, which is big, yeah. but not like crew capsule big. Yeah, it it, it, it that video the unveil video was really well done. Oh, it's extremely well done. Um, the only thing I could I would ever say to improve it would be they should have used a steady cam because I could tell they didn't use a steady cam. Mm. <laughs> when you walked around the circle, rock around the Rutherford engine, uh, yeah. you can tell there was like shake up and down, which is like oh, they obviously weren't using a, a steady yeah. cam. But that was a great like that was a great yeah. So he he just like he stood up from the table and he was just inside the payload fairing, which was very well done. I wasn't expecting that and. You could, I would say, like at most, you could probably fit. Unless if they're gonna fit three, it's gonna be Soyuz size. <laughs> it's gonna be like tight space, so they'll probably only carry two. Which not sure where the market is for two people, but other than commercial, because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's probably would be a relatively cheap rocket, medium launch instead of like a massive rocket like Falcon Nine, and then reusable. Yeah. So. It would be. It's going to be interesting to see where that comes from, and and apparently where they're going to get all this money to develop this is they're going public this year as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of like the fourth, I think uh, Michael Sheets, because he's like the expert with with companies going public, would, is like uh, like four have gone public this year and two last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going. 
I don't understand all the all the all the different ways you can go public, but basically, um, they're actually going to have like their own ticker, and and you can buy their stock coming up in uh in later this year when the deal finishes up, uh, and that's they're going to get so many hundreds of millions of dollars just from the merger with this company, and that's going to fund the development with uh, of Neutron pretty much, mm-hmm. which is uh, interesting way of, of funding the rocket, and then right afterwards. Literally like an hour after the announcement, I think, um, Elon tweets out like, uh, I can't remember what it was, something with SP, uh, SPACs, which is what um, Rocket Lab's doing. And there's always been rumors of of SpaceX going public with Starlink. Mm-hmm. And so I think he was, he was, I think that was like people thinking he was uh, hinting at Starlink going public, uh, which would be smart. Um I think, but I think what I've heard him say, if I remember correctly, is that he plans on Starlink should go public once they mm-hmm. are getting close enough to being cash positive. That that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It doesn't. It, that's part of the smart financial decision, though. Mm-hmm. I think every gut feeling in me says if they go public now, there's going to be plenty of funding. <laughs> That, that there, there's fair. so yeah. oh so many starship star uh, spacex sorry spacex fans that'll they'll just buy stock that's true um but yeah so they're going so rock labs going public with the new and they're going with a bigger rocket which is awesome can't wait so the mezier marathon have you ever heard of this before no i i saw the i i, I noticed to put on our earlier about this today i haven't had time to read it yet but. yeah it's it's interesting because i don't I want to call myself like a stargazer. Like I don't do astrophotography. Daryl, we've had on the show. He does astrophotography as well. Um, it's something I'm interested in doing, but I don't know. It just like it. So basically it's like a friendly competition between astronomers, like amateur, professional, whatever. It's just like a fun thing to do where there's like one week out of the year, which is coming up next week where all of Mezier like objects in the night sky. So there's nebulae, um, galaxies, stars, like all this, all this cool stuff that you can, mm-hmm. you know, look into the uh, night sky and see are all visible. It went for like one week. And so pretty much you pull <laughs> astronomers like pull an all nighter with their telescopes and they try to see how many they can catch. There's like, I think it's like a thousand or so. So like it's impossible, I think, to catch every single one. But you can, uh, uh, like just, just you pull on it or see how many you can catch, and then whoever gets the most wins. Nothing like usually it's just a friendly competition. Oh, yeah. And so Unicellar, um, they developed the EV scope. We did a review of it like months ago. Um, Jacob Knight did a review of it, and uh, they they're putting on this this like week long event um, of like outreach, um, outreach events and live streams. Um, and so they're put, yeah, they're putting this week out, this, this event out that's starting, um, next week, I think on the 10th and, uh, of just trying to go out and do it. They're trying to make it, trying to break the record for most people to do a Mezier marathon, which sounds so much fun. Maybe one year I'd do it, mm. but, uh, they, they claim that their, their scope would be able, like, you know, nothing, you can buy this EV scope, do it and have no issue. Cause it's all, it's a smart telescope that tracks everything already so i'm interested in doing it one year but obviously not this year (laughs) yeah uh, the weather down here being a little iffy i think it actually clears up tomorrow but um, but yeah it it sounds like it's a very interesting concept and and yeah right now i mean 
uh, early in the evening, you get to see the Orion Nebula. You can see um, the Pleiades. There are a lot of nice things mm-hmm. that you can just honestly see with your naked eye or a good pair of binoculars. Um, you don't even need a telescope to see right now. I could probably figure something out with my 600 mm-hmm. millimeter sco- uh, telescope. Not a telescope. It's basically a telescope, but a lens. Uh, I have no idea how the, where to point it, so I probably wouldn't be able to see anything. But uh, I could probably figure something out with that. I know people have, have done it who are more talented than me. But uh, uh, well, I could figure something out. So, uh, yeah, other than, you know, we've had... Let's get back right into like Rocket News with New Glenn uh, came out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, New Glenn's coming up uh, with a uh, update uh, last week. We th- were talking about last week that they came out with a uh, their Pathfinder kind of made a little surprise. Hey, we're here type deal. And they put out some videos and stuff like that about it. Yep. Uh, turns out not happening this year. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> yeah Q4 of 2022. Yep. Which is not hugely surprising given that they didn't get the national security contract. But um it's it's both I can see why they're delaying it out. Obviously, they didn't get the funding that they probably needed to meet that uh, deadline. Mm-hmm. But it's not like the person funding it has doesn't have the money to fund it to get it. Like, I, I have relatively concerns about the rocket as it, it's basically a Saturn V size Falcon 9, mm-hmm. which gives it insanely capable um, la- uh, launchability. It's reusable, so it's going to save on money. Mm-hmm. But doesn't mean it's I, it's a it's a, a super heavy lift launcher. You know, it's not uh, you're gonna you're gonna be. I don't think I don't know about uh, the 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 whole industry is moving towards small sets. You know, it's constellations stuff like that. Not these massive school bus sized um, uh, school bus sized like satellites that yeah. are coming out. It's very interesting right now because wow there we're probably getting closer to needing super heavy lift vehicles there aren't huge demands right now that's why you're not seeing falcon heavy launching all that often never mind the complexity of building it and getting it launched but but that's why i think there's only one or two falcon heavy launches scheduled for this year there there's not a super high demand for a super heavy lift vehicle at the moment yeah like i think uh We'll see. I, I, they already have a couple. Um, uh, they already have a couple contracts, and they like I can't remember the. It's like four at least, and so there's obviously a demand to get this thing out. Obviously, not enough demand to get it out this year. So, I, yeah, I, I with and they're also they've been hinting, and and there's been speculation of a new Armstrong, which is going to be kind of like a. Um, moon. I don't know why they say moon capable, but like I guess more fully reusable. I guess I, no idea what it's going to be. So I, I'm interested to see if they think that maybe they think that there's going to be a massive, um, you know, uh, market for this rocket. Obviously, Kuiper, um, Amazon's uh, internet constellation is going to be a huge market, um, and it will be a little bit different than Starlink because Starlink is actually like they're pretty much launching. At Falcon Nines that are lost at a loss for um for Starlinks. It's just a, just an investment for Starlink. Uh, Kuiper will be a little different. It'll be actual income for uh, for Blue Origin since it's a technically a third party um, contract being paying for those, even though basically it's 
internal. It's basically basically an internal mission. Yeah, yeah. Because Jeff yeah. Bezos owns both, but um, I don't know. Maybe there might be. Maybe there's a contract. Maybe there's a industry for it, but it, it's going to be hard to see for right now, especially since it's, it, it's not launching until next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still looking forward to seeing it launch. But I'm still skeptical of an actual industry, actual market for for it. Yeah, it's going to be... Depending on what happens with, like, moon stuff and the human landing system, I could see that being a big deal for New Glenn. That's right. Yeah, they do have uh, human landing systems, too, coming up. Um, so, it, But it's going to be like, I mean, if they want a slice of the national security launch contracts... ULA is going to get a slice. SpaceX is going to get a slice. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Northrop Grumman comes back with a rocket and gets a slice, which they probably, I don't know, maybe they will, maybe they won't. Probably not. I don't think um, so at this point. No, they probably won't. I, I can't see it either just because Cause I, the only I see. they have right now is Antares. They only have Antares. They tried doing Omega. And that died. Um, which would have been freaking amazing still, but oh, yeah. whatever. Um, I can see. I, I I can only see like the space force only looking at rockets that already are launching, which is why you need. Which is one probably reason why New Glenn didn't get it, mm-hmm. and they had to. They're gonna have to get New Glenn up and going for the next round of of contracts. Yeah, in like what five or so years? I don't remember when. I don't know how often they come out, but yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this gets going. Hopefully it comes out because I, I it would be great to see this thing launched. Um, it probably it will come out. It's going to happen. We just have oh, to wait another yeah. almost two years for it. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, mm. um, another thing we're not we don't have to wait. We've been waiting for a long time, but not two years for is Starship. Oh yeah. Oh, that, um, that that thing that thing going down really fast <laughs> in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> that thing it went from zero to one hundred last week. Uh, after it was like a week long of really just nothing to um, FAA approval. A static fire, replace of an engine, a second status static fire last week, mm-hmm. and uh, we even got notices to residents um, on Sunday to go uh, to evacuate, which is usually the sign of a launch being intimate. Um, but I think it was due the they didn't. Of course, they don't say anything mm-hmm. about why it is. I think hints are going about that it was weather, most likely due to the weather that it's being pushed back to. As soon right now, the soonest point is Thursday for a launch of Starship SN10. I was doing other stuff this morning, but the last I heard, it was uh, still Wednesday. Unless it, again, unless I only saw. Well, actually, hold on. Yes, I think I think it is Thursday. I think because I think that's unless they have a TFR for tomorrow. I'm I didn't see I didn't, right now. There is currently a TFR Wednesday through Friday. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yep. So, Wednesday through uh, there's one Wednesday. I missed that one. So, yeah, so Wednesday is so tomorrow possibly. Yep. Um yeah, so they I think there's there's probably a road closure for tomorrow as well. Uh yeah, so that's when possibly that's the only update for Starship. Just waiting. I mean, they got all this stuff done and situated, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a video from Austin for the static fires and um yeah, uh, so th- Wednesday, tomorrow, hopefully we'll see a flight coming out for yep. Starship. As of the recording of this, there's currently no road closure, but that could come out later today. Um, oh, yeah, road closures can pop up whenever. Yeah. So <laughs> those are like, those are just like guidelines. Like, it's just like, they, even when they're like, they have a close, the only thing that has a hard cutoff is TFRs, because those are 
much difficult to, to get extended or, or to get them popped up. Yeah. I think it takes it. I think you need to update. I think you need to notify them at least 24 hours in advance um, or 12 hours or something. You can't just pop those up in, like randomly. Yeah, take a, there has to be enough war- warning so they can like notify pilots that it may affect in time. Yeah, yeah I, I see people all the time like in live streams pop up like why they just extend the TFR. I'm like, you can't just extend the TFR. Yeah. You also can't just take one down and put it back up. Like, well, unless it's like within 24 hours. But like yeah. if it's day of and the TFR goes down, there's no flight happening that day. Like you just you can't you can't pop a TFR up that quickly and have it be fine. Yeah, because so. I've seen it happen with like a uh, unlaunched. Uh, uh, Unless it's something like Kennedy Space Center, like you, those have restricted air spaces like almost twenty four seven. So, but so, yeah, because there was for like the Starlink launch that's trying to happen. Um, they mm-hmm. were they earlier in the day they put up. We saw a TFR get posted for Monday, and then like about a half hour after they got that TFR up, then SpaceX tweets, "Yeah, we're standing down today because of the bad weather." It's just like. <laughs> It's like they'll constantly get asked for the TFRs, so they have them. It, just because there's a TFR doesn't mean there will be a flight. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, with Starlink, we had the... Finally, it gets to, like, a natural countdown. I don't think this rocket's ever actually made it to a countdown. Not um, for this mission, though. This mission, at least. Yeah, so it's 1049, I believe, the booster, which is this is this going to be an eighth flight. And there were just... Delayed for almost like a month and a half, I think. It's supposed to happen like in January, I think, right? It was or, supposed to be with Starlink 18? No, well, this is still 19? launch 17. This well, is still like. Because this there was the. They were going to go for the back to back launches on the same day. They were going to go from like. Yeah, it was either 17 to 18 or 16 to 17. Um, it, it was the one after 17, so I think it was 18. Okay, so I think it was 17, 18, yeah. And. Yeah, and it kept on getting delayed for, you know, uh, multiple reasons. Um, I think there was sometimes weather, it was mostly just mechanic, uh, do the more checkouts, which just means there's something they need, they need to fix on the rocket. And they finally get to a countdown Sunday. Astrid was out there. It was a late night one as well. They get down to T minus a minute, minute and a half, and it gets aborted. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even like watching, I was watching my phone on Twitter, mm-hmm. the stream. I didn't have the audio up. I'm just watching it. It's going down. All of a sudden, I see reset the 15, close my phone, put it in my pocket. I'm like, and that's the abort. Yep. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> Which, that's the nice thing about SpaceX launches is typically once they commit to a time, they start fueling. If they hold yeah. any point, they're done, pretty much. There's no, like, uh, uh, like four-hour window that, like, Delta Fours or, or Atlases that you have to bring out snacks and water and, and when you're out because once you go out to the press site you're not leaving until there's either an abort to the whole launch as a whole like a scrub or it launches yeah. so um those are rough to get through but yeah you, they've been pretty good over the last other than delta fours right. they've been pretty good with atlases to, to get them off um right away yeah, but those yeah those those delta four launch windows are, are rough yeah uh so yeah so they they set up for Monday. They scrubbed it to the um, unfavorable weather in the uh, in the recovery area, mm-hmm. and now uh, it's a going. They are going tonight, or they won't be going tonight. Uh, so, according to Spaceflight, now um, they may have. It, it may have been more of a confirmation from 
well, actually, Spaceflight Now actually has like information from Kennedy Space Center. So, so according to Spaceflight Now, they're saying that as of right now, the launch will not be happening tonight. So, and the next opportunities uh, and the next chances for it launching will come uh, at three twenty-four a.m. or five forty-two a.m. Eastern Time, Eastern Standard Time on Thursday morning. Phew. Oh, that's a rough. That's a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> well, when sun? When is sunrise? Sunrise on Thursday. Yeah. Is that? Is that? That's gonna be getting close to sunrise. That's gonna be a really beautiful launch. Forty-six. That's gonna be a great launch. If it goes at that five o'clock time. If it goes at five forty-two, that's gonna be a beautiful launch. Yep. Um. Yeah. That's. Ugh. This this booster. I want to. This is the life lead. It's second. Um, longest they have 1051 I believe right is yeah. the eighth flown booster um, or 1058 I think it's 1051 um, but uh, we had one of those 1050 something was is the eighth flown booster which surpassed 1049 which is this booster which has gone back all the way to this first launch in 2018 yes uh, so which so which is insane is yeah 1051 is life leader. Yeah, ten fifty eight. I think is the is like the crew one booster or something, uh, yes. or crew or DM two. Yeah, and uh, no, ten forty nine launched in twenty eighteen. Did you? Yeah. I I I saw that and I like didn't believe it. Oh, yeah, like I'm like no way it launched in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I found that fact when I was writing the the post about it. I'm like no way this thing goes back to twenty eight. We've been launching. We, we have like this is like airline type like oh it was delivered in 2018 and it's been like like all this you know all those like details you give about like flights uh like uh airlines uh it's crazy that this thing's been flying since 2018 yep um but it's been a little it's a little pesky a little little booster hopefully the thing launches tidbit for booster 49 it has only landed on drone ship yeah mostly of course it's the love because they did the first two were, were, were it was Telstar and then um, Iridium. Oh gosh. This one's also been Iridium coasts. Back when Iridium was launching satellites, and I think they're, they're I think this is one of the I think this finished the constellation for them, uh, and then they're coming out. I think they're they've partnered with another launch provider for more launches, but uh, yeah, they have this, Iridium. Iridium from Astra, I think. Yeah, Astra. Astra. Is it Astra or it was it was a small set launcher? It yeah. was one of those. There's so many of them, but. Um, yeah, and then they've been doing Starlinks on it mm-hmm. ever since, and that's what pushed it up. This that's kind of the whole point of Starlinks, launch it on the life leading boosters to save money. Mm-hmm. Uh, final little thing for this week: James Webb Space Telescope. We get a little bit of news about James Webb. This has been like been in development since Hubble was in development. Mm-hmm. It's been a very very long time, <laughs> and uh, finally they're getting around to. Uh, um, finishing up these tests, uh, they conducted like the final, like uh, op- uh, not operational, but like instrumental test, pretty much on the on the instruments, mm-hmm. uh, and it's being developed in Northrop Grumman's uh, manufacturing area, and they have a launch. We finally have like an actual like they're looking for the launch in this thing in October of this year. No launch date, but in October, yep. which I- I'm very upset i'm not gonna be able to view this one because this is going to be launching in french guiana on the arian 5 so yeah they they conducted some of their final tests um and it did well and they're they even did some they're doing some tests they're actually like mimicking communications between 
um, where they're going to be receiving the data, like testing the data, and through the Deep Web Space Network. Mm-hmm. So they did like some like they pretty much spooked one of the tele- one of the antennas to pretend it's getting data from James Webb. Mm-hmm. When it's an orbit, uh, an orbit, and they were testing to make sure that uh, they could actually send and receive data from it, yep. which was really cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it's funny you mentioned it's like. It's like we ha- finally have some more information about James Webb Space Telescope. I feel like the less people talk about James Webb Space Telescope and the less you see it in space news, <laughs> the better for it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're, they're doing stuff. That's why, yeah, <laughs> That's it, why you haven't seen like anything. Stuff is actually going right. They're not getting delayed. They're not getting audited about their budget. Um, That's good. Yeah, that, that is true. The, the, the less we know, the better, because the less we know, that means it's actually getting done. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's a, it's really easy to make an article about oh another project delay. It's not not super easy for some things to be like everything's going good. It's all going well. Yeah, it, it's it's a uh, which is what we like to see. I, yeah, which is good. It's not, yeah, I happen to see that. Um, though I don't mind when this when James Webb gets delayed. When other things get delayed, it's kind of irritating. But like James Webb is going out to the L two Lagrange point, which is it's between. That's just past the moon, correct? Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. still like it, it's between the Earth and the Sun. So. Yeah, and uh, it's a stable orbit, so we don't have to like uh, it can use like less station keeping fuel. Yeah. But the downside to it is that it's freaking far, mm-hmm. and we don't have any spacecraft right now that's designed or even that, that's designed to uh, you know uh, do maintenance on it. Like unlike the Hubble, which we uh, had, I yeah. think they, they did like four, uh, three or four maintenance missions to. Mm-hmm. We don't have any spacecraft to, to do this for James Webb, so it's pretty good that it's. I don't mind it when they delay something. Like yeah, just just keep testing it. Like we just just keep testing. We just, need to make I don't sure mind. That nothing bad happens because there's like there's like no there's no part of it that can fail. Yeah, every single part has to work. Um, there's like, there's, it unfolds the mirrors cause it has like this huge size mirror that no rocket can like carry. So they have to fold it up. It has, uh, this origami folded up, um, like heat shield mm-hmm. to get like it as cold as possible, uh, block out as much heat as possible. So like, there's like, telescope. yeah, cause it's infrared instead of visual light, like, um, like Hubble was. So yeah, like just fix it. Make sure it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just make sure if there's any issues, just fix it. So we're happy to see things are going well. Um, which they always like whenever things are going well, it's a little bit of me that goes, "Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. You sure? You sure? Yeah. Everything's good? Okay, good." Because usually we get bad news, but so it's happy to get good news. Yeah, like it, it, it's always good to see these things moving forward, and when they're actually getting ready to. Like, as you said, they're closing out their checks right now, doing their final tests, and they're getting ready to package it up and ship it down the French Guiana. And that's always... It, it's a good thing that it's, this thing is finally getting that close. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to see what it sees. I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know if we'll get... I know, like, infrared telescopes, you can still get, like, false images from it to mm-hmm. see what, it te- what it's technically seeing, I think. So I'm looking forward to see what this thing gets, because this is going to... This is going to change, you know, how we how we view the universe. So uh, thank you everyone for listening to us this week. Um, Of course you can listen to us on uh, Apple podcast, Google podcast, um, Spotify, wherever you guys listen to the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at space Kirk and you can follow Jared at at base runner zero seven, two, three. Easy, easy, super, super easy name. And, uh, (laughs) 
And uh, you'll we'll keep catch you guys all next week. See ya.